Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to your financial EKG podcast. My name is Drew Blackston and I am your host today and we are in part three of a risk investors don't realize they are taking. And we've gone through a lot of good stuff. I've got special guest Steve Zanoli here with me. He is the head of wealth management for Sandy Morris Financial. And we've gone through a ton of stuff, a lot of different risk that investors probably don't realize they're taking. And so I want to encourage you, if you haven't listened to part one or part two of our podcast, go back, listen to those. If at any time you feel like some of those risks apply to you and you want a complete analysis, you want a risk analysis, you want us to do a fee analysis, go to our website, yourfinancialekg.com. Again, that's yourfinancialekg.com. You can fill out the information there. A member of our team will meet with you or actually will reach out and we'll schedule a visit with you, whether that's virtual or on the phone. Again, we're completely virtual uh, because we believe that we can be more efficient that way for you and also for our team. Uh, if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, my name is Drew Blackston. Uh, that's Blackston with no E. That's I always get an E on the end of my name from people. If I had an E on the end of my name, I'd have a lot more money. Right. Right. Because I'd be a part of the Blackstone You'd group. Be Blackstone. Yeah. Yes. But no, my dad is no E, so <laughs> not that kind of money. If you go to YouTube again, it's Drew Blackston. You can subscribe there. And if you're listening to this podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this, give me a five-star rating, leave a comment. If you have a question that you want us to answer on a podcast, you have a topic you want us to, to discuss, you know, DM me on LinkedIn, leave it in the YouTube comment, leave it in the podcast comment, or go to, again, go to our website, yourfinancialekg.com, and you can leave it there. But I want to start with number one of this part three of risk investors don't realize they're taking. So number one and I think this one's kind of funny. It's called taking advice from your neighbor or coworker. And I think that's huge for people. And, and Steve, I think for the average investor, taking advice from, you know, I always, I, when I got into this business in 2008, I had an old um, financial guy who kind of mentored me. And he was with Smith Barney. At one time, yeah. um, he had been overseas and traded. He had been in Bahrain and worked. And he said, Drew, it, this was before the dot-com bubble in 2000. He said, Drew, I knew the dot-com bubble was going to happen because when I got in a taxi cab in New York City, the taxi cab driver was giving me stock advice. <laughs> that's right. You know? Excellent. Ex exactly. And he said, that's when I knew that there was some kind of euphoria in the market that was going to cause it to come down. He didn't realize that it was going to be a 50% drop in the overall market. But he knew that there was something coming because people were giving advice. And that's, I think, a risk that I want to warn you today is don't listen to your neighbors. Don't listen to your coworkers. Don't listen to people who aren't in the financial industry. And, and they're trying, I mean, again, they're trying to give you advice based on their best knowledge and based on what they feel is important, but they are giving advice based on them and not on you. That's exactly right. I was just about to say that, Drew. That's a really good point because same thing. And, and you know, you can have conversations with your neighbors and your coworkers. I mean, the stock market, you know, there's there people talk about it a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so you can have those conversations about it. But when a client asks me, they'll call me and say, hey, you know, I talked to my neighbor and, you know, this is what their portfolio did this year and whatever. And then I always say, you know, well, let's go beyond that. What 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 is that? What is that portfolio for? Yeah. Is that 
is that portfolio they're taking income from or they're just or maybe they have all their guaranteed income from all their sources they're good to go maybe this is just some money on the side that they can play with and yeah. they can be very speculative or risky with it and then therefore maybe get better gains yeah you know where your portfolio is your ira and you're having to take minimum distributions are used for income yeah so when things like that happen you need to tell the whole story but like you were just saying it's everybody's individual situation so we don't really know you know it's easy to just say well i did really great in the stock market this year yeah well well like i said you know how much did you lose right how much yeah. <laughs> what's the flip side of that and then also you what is that money used for? What are, what are they doing exactly. with that money? And so it, it's it's different for everybody. So exactly, you can talk about it, but if someone gives you advice, what to buy this and that, obviously same thing. Mm-hmm. Do your due diligence. Ask your own advisor. Yep, 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 exactly. And one of the pastors I listen to is named Stephen Furtick. He has a church called Elevation out in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and he did a sermon. I think it was like two years ago, and he called it the comparison trap. And he talked about just as people, how we compare ourselves to other people, whether on Instagram or Facebook, and we get into this trap, right? We, oh man, their life looks so great. Our life sucks because, you know, I'm not vacationing in Hawaii and that, you know, but what we don't realize is, you know, they took that vacation to Hawaii, they bought that big car, and now they're $100,000 in debt. That's right. Right? Well, you might be driving a 10-year-old Toyota, but your house is paid off, you have no car debt, and your 401k is growing 6 7 8% because you have extra money. And I think we get into that comparison trap when it comes to the market with our finances because we look at, you know, whether it's a relative or whether it's one of our friends, and we say, well, I want to be like them. So now they're telling me what they're doing, and I want to do that because I want to be like them. But we don't know the whole story. Exactly. Exactly. And we get into this comparison trap. That's right. And I think that's so, so, so important that we stay away from that. And again, if you want an individualized plan, something that is deliberate, that's tactical, that's planned out for you, your family, where you're going... Go to our website, yourfinancialekg.com. Fill out your information there. You can A member of our team will reach out to you. And I want to put a plan together for you that's not about it, – it's not a plan that fits your neighbor. It's not a plan that fits Steve. It's not a plan that fits me. But it's a plan that fits you, a plan that's going to get you through the tough times. You know, we just came out of COVID, and I, mean, I guess we're still in it. We're going to still be in it for a long time. But we just came out of 2020 where, you know, the market had – the worst March and April I think it's ever had. Absolutely. But then we had the best six months that we've ever had. And a lot of people coming into March and April, uh, when the market started to get volatile, you know, they're, they heard from their coworkers or they heard on TV or whatever, they need to get out of the market. And all these people went to cash. And then what the market do? It turned around and just took off. And now these people took their losses and never got back into the market. And that's why it's so important to have an individual plan. That's right. You know? So let's talk about number two of this podcast, number three, risk investors don't realize they're taking part three. So the number two point, I got a lot of numbers floating around right now. Um, And I think this is a big one that people don't realize, and it's investing without tax awareness. And what I mean by that is making investments without understanding the tax ramifications of those investments, right? Because, you know, if you put money into an IRA or you put money into a 401k, you put money into a SEP, a simple, any kind of tax qualified plan, that money is going to grow tax deferred, meaning you're not going to pay taxes on that money until you physically pull it out. If you pull that money out before you're 59 and a half, Uncle Sam and the IRS is going to ask for an extra 10% penalty as well as your tax money on that. If you put money into a regular brokerage account, just a regular account in your name or in a joint account name or something that's in your bank account, 
any money that grows in there is only taxed on the gain or the interest. Okay, but I think people don't really have a good awareness of when they're investing, how, how their taxes are affected by their investing. No, I agree with that 100%, Drew. And we've seen that a lot of times, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're saying, with the different registration, with the IRAs and the 401ks, obviously that stuff grows tax-deferred. So you're never going to pay the tax on it unless you withdraw money out of them. And like you said, prior to 59 and a half, you have the extra 10% penalty. Yeah. But, you know, if you have sufficient income when you're retired, whether it be pension, social security, whatever that case is, and when you get to, you know, have to start taking that money out of those, you know, those tax qualified accounts, you know, maybe it puts you in another tax bracket and things yeah. like that. So planning early on for those types of things are great. But same thing, like you said about the, if you have a individual or an after tax account where your mm-hmm. money's already been taxed, and we've seen that too. We've had clients come in that are, you know, they have their after tax account that's nothing but preferred stock, yeah. which pays big dividends, big dividends. Big dividends which is all taxable. And yeah. I would say, well, you're using this for income. No, I'm just letting it build up. <laughs> well, the case is, yeah. then maybe that, that money should have been in a tax deferred account if exactly. that's what you wanted. So you want, you want the... The, the investments in the after-tax money to, you know, be more for growth, not paying dividends, doing all that creating tax, mm-hmm. and then the other stuff in the tax defer. But we, we see that all the time. Yeah, and I, and a lot of times, Steve, it's not necessarily in people who manage their own money. No, right. It's financial professionals Ab- absolutely. that have put them in those portfolios. Absolutely. It's been more so that the advisor has mm-hmm. made those recommendations. Yeah, and that's why it's so, so important if you work with a financial advisor, an investment advisor representative, a certified financial planner, a certified retirement counselor, whatever, you want to make sure that they're investing your money based on taxes because taxes are huge. I mean, you know, now we have a new administration and our debt is, God, I don't even know what, where we're at at this point when, in the trillions, but the only way to pay down our debt is we're going to have to raise taxes. And that's why it's so, so important to make sure that we're investing with our tax awareness. If you're young and you're listening to this podcast, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, you need to be having serious conversations with your advisor, with your family about doing Roth conversions or putting money into Roth IRAs or Roth 401ks. See if your business the company you work for offers a tax-free option in your 401k because the taxes you're going to pay, I, I'll make this, Steve, I'm going to make a prediction Okay. and I don't do it very often. Okay. So this is the Swami prediction, just like Swami on ESPN, but I'm going to predict that taxes 30 years from now for me when I'm 65 are going to be higher for when I'm retired than when I am working right now. And because of our debt. I would agree with that. And that's not a fear tactic. I'm just saying, in general, we're going to have to pay that down. Absolutely. And listen, I'm all for paying down the debt and raising taxes to do it, but that's why we want to make sure our investments are being more tax efficient, right? Exactly. Because tax avoidance will get you in jail. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but we want to do tax of no, wait, wait, tax evasion. Yeah, 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 gets you in jail. Yeah, we want to do tax avoidance. That's yeah. Right, that's right. That's right. Uh, that's good. Yeah, but we—that's why it's so important. Um, so let's go to number three. We've got a couple more minutes before we get out of here. And again, this is our podcast, part three of Risk Investors Don't Realize. I've got Steve Zanoli with me, head of wealth management for Sandy Morris Financial. And, and I think this is the big thing that people don't, I don't want to say they realize, but they don't, they don't take advantage of. And that is getting a complete analysis on everything. Absolutely. And making sure that from their estate to their taxes, to their income, to their investment, that everything is working for them. I agree, Drew. And then one thing we, we've always done here at Sandy Morris, um, 
is we did what was called a second opinion service, and we still offer it. Yeah. Um, and that second opinion is basically you come in, like you said, we we do a full analysis of everything, mm-hmm. and then you know one of maybe a couple things happen. One, you're in a good place. Everything that you're doing, we think, is the correct thing that your advisor is doing for you. For all you're concerned, we say, yeah. still doing a good job. There's really no no need to do anything. It'd be too much of a lateral move. Two, maybe we're not the right fit for you. Maybe you know what we do is not the right thing, and you know we would refer you to somebody else that would probably be a better fit. Yeah. Or third, we can make a a substantial difference in your plan that's going to benefit you, and then we would look to work with a with a client like that. So, but that service is free. Yeah, second opinion, and all we're doing is just showing you everything that's going on in your with your investments. Yeah, and that's a big thing. I think that people don't realize that you know if you go to some of these brokerage houses or financial advisors, they only want to talk about your money, right? Right. They only want to look at your portfolio. But one of the things that we do, um, and I know Steve does this a lot, is I always ask people for their taxes. Absolutely. I want to see their tax return, and Absolutely. I know they always get kind of. Sometimes people get a little squirmy when I ask for that because it's got socials and things. And I say, listen, just black it out. Yes. Don't don't. I'm not going to steal your social. Trust me. I don't look good in orange or stripes. Okay. I'm a Kentucky <laughs> fan. I like royal blue. I don't want to wear stripes or orange, but. I want to look at your taxes and I want to say, I want to see again, how are those dividends that you're getting in your account affecting your overall bottom line? And another thing I always like to ask people, I'll say, let's talk about your estate. Do you have a will? Do you have a trust? Do you have power of attorneys? And again, I'm not an attorney. I'm not going to give you advice on that, but I'm, I'm a, I've got enough common sense. If you walk in and sit down with me and say, well, no, I don't have a will. I don't want trust. Cause I see that all the time, Steve. Do you have a will or trust? No, I don't got anything. Exactly. Why? Why not? Because if you you can have a great portfolio, you can have the best investments in the world, but if your estate sucks and you die, somebody's going to pay. That's right. And that's why you want to have everything working together. And that's why we want to do a financial EKG, a second opinion service for you. Go to our website, yourfinancialekg.com. If you want that second opinion service, if you want to see, listen, am I on the right track? Am I going the right way? Go to our website, fill out that information. Again, a member of our team, We'll reach out to you. We'll set a time to get together, and we'll run that complimentary, individual, accurate, carefully designed plan just for you. Steve, you got anything else you want to add to this? No, I was just going to say I think all that stuff is extremely important. And and like you were saying, Drew, about asking for the tax return, asking about the estate plan documents. Mm -hmm. I think if if you're looking for an advisor or a planner and they do not address those types of things, then... I think you need to find somebody that does. I mean, yeah. honestly, it's it's just the best way to make sure your plan is... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you so much yeah. for taking the time to be with me. My pleasure. I know I stole your lunch hour, even though you don't eat lunch. That's because, true. I mean, you're in this chiseled shape as you are yes. right now. chiseled. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both put on that COVID-15, you know, right? right? <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening, guys. Again, go to our website, Your Financial EKG, if you want to more information. Hey, rate this podcast. Give me a five-star rating on Spotify and on Apple and Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to this. We really appreciate that. But until next time, have a great day. Bye-bye.